Hello, welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today we're going to share with you a few things about the Taiwan healthcare system. And I think people in Taiwan are a little bit spoiled because the healthcare system here is so good. But for our foreign listeners, this might be interesting. Let's uh, first start with uh, the fact that in Taiwan, there are a lot of doctors and dentists. You don't have to look too hard to find a clinic, especially dentists' clinics are everywhere. And for some reason, also a lot of uh, dermatologists, skin doctors, you can find them everywhere. So there's not a shortage and they are all very well trained and most of them very, very capable. And the other thing that's interesting in Taiwan that might be different from Western countries is like when I was in South Africa and if I wanted to see a specialist, say for example, a heart specialist or a skin specialist, my GP, my general practitioner, my, shall I say my family doctor has to refer me to this specialist. But in Taiwan, that is not necessary. Anybody can walk or can make an appointment or walk into a clinic for a, with a specialist at any time, which is makes it extremely convenient because you save a lot of hassle. You don't have to go to your family doctor and then get a referral and then you go and so on and so on. So that's another thing that is a little bit different, I would say, between Taiwan and Western countries. Another thing is that many Taiwan people, of course not all, but many Taiwan people, when they feel sick, they prefer to go to the hospital. They don't often go to a clinic uh, because in the hospitals, there is a huge outpatient department. And in this outpatient department, there are all kinds of specialists and doctors and uh, family doctors and what have you. They are all there. And, and even though it's a little more expensive to go to the hospital than to go to a clinic, many people still prefer that. Maybe that comes from a time when there were not that many clinics around and the hospital was probably the only choice in your area. I'm not 100% sure. But many people prefer that. I once went had to see a, a sports injury specialist and I just walked straight into the hospital and there, luckily for me, he was available and he could help me with my injury and the rehabilitation. So not that many people like to go to a clinic, even though it's sometimes closer to their house. Let's talk a little bit about the health insurance. Now, health insurance in Taiwan, it's extremely affordable. It has changed a little bit through the years. When I came to Taiwan, I remember we had some kind of health insurance in my language school. But if you wanted to see a doctor, I had to go to our accountant, the school accountant, and I have to say, I want to go and see the dentist or the doctor or whatever. Then she would give you a little uh, document, a little piece of paper, and then you take this to the doctor or the dentist, and then you get some discount because you, you kind of have health insurance, right? Now that has changed for already quite a few years now. Taiwan has universal healthcare. That means every person in Taiwan is a member of this healthcare and they have a healthcare card, health insurance card. And with that card, let me just give you an example how cheap it is. You pay your premium or whatever, if you're a family group or individual person, if you work at a company, the company will pay some and you will pay some. If you are like a freelance, like me, for example, you pay yourself at the bank. Uh, once a month and then you take your card you go to see the doctor and to see a dentist for example for a quick check on your teeth if there's a cavity he will fill it for you you can even take an x-ray and if everything is okay the doctor will just clean your teeth to give you value for money so to speak and we only pay 150 taiwan dollars which is five us dollars which is very very cheap and doctors are similar another interesting thing is 
that it, in most countries where I've been before, when you go to the doctor, he gives you a prescription. You take the prescription and you walk somewhere to a pharmacy near your house or maybe there's a pharmacy in the shopping center and you get your medicine there, right? But in Taiwan, about 90% of the places I've been to, of the clinics now, the doctor has a pharmacist in his clinic and the you don't actually get a prescription. The doctor just sends by by computer. He sends your the medicine you have to get. He sends it to the pharmacist. You come out of the doctor. You sit there for a little bit in the waiting room. The pharmacist calls you. He gives you your medicine. And the interesting thing is the money you pay to see the doctor includes your medicine, which makes it even cheaper, right? So that is just wonderful about the healthcare system here in Taiwan. It's affordable and it's pretty good. And Taiwan people love convenience and having a pharmacist on the premises is convenient for them so they don't have to walk to another pharmacy. So they just absolutely love that. Okay, now I can tell you that I've, I've had a few times when I had to get like skin grafts, like little skin operations. Once they had to take skin from my shoulder and to put it on my, uh, on my nose. And um, the doctor that did that actually was a plastic surgeon, but he's not the kind of plastic surgeon that operates on you to make you look younger. He's more like a plastic surgeon that just try not to make you too ugly <laughs> after he has cut your face or whatever. When you see him, he looks like he looks like your next door neighbor, an uncle who lives next to you. He does not look like a surgeon at all. And when he's operating on you, I mean, I wasn't asleep. I was. I could still hear everything. They just used local anesthetic. He chats nonstop to the nurses and to the other doctors. And I think to myself, doctor, shouldn't you be concentrating? You are cutting really close to my eye now. But he is extremely, extremely skillful. When he's done, the, the stitches are so small that you, you cannot see, you can hardly see a scar once it has healed. And for just a few thousand Taiwan dollars, I had an operation. Later on, I had another one and another one where they had to cut out some bad skin. And it's really affordable and there were no complications. As I say, most of the doctors are very capable. Let me tell you, though, about one story that happened to me many years ago. I was uh, working in this language school and one of my students actually, one of my classes, he said to me, do you know that just around the corner from your school, they opened a new dental clinic and because they are brand new, you can now go for a free checkup and they will give you a toothbrush and a little uh, tube of toothpaste as a little welcome gift to their clinic. And I go, well, that's convenient because I just about now need a new toothbrush. That means I won't have to buy one. I can go there, get a checkup, and then I get the new toothbrush and even a little toothpaste. So I march in one evening after work. Yeah, by the way, another thing is the doctors stay open really late here. They will they will work until 9 or later even, 9 or 9.30 at night. They do take a, a little break in the afternoon and they take a break, say, for dinner, but then they come back and they work deep into the night. So I went there after, after I finished my work and I say I want a checkup. And uh, there I go, I go into the chair, they took an x-ray, and the guy said, oh, there's a problem in this tooth back here. We'll have to do a root canal. Now, any one of you know what a root canal is? That does not make anybody happy, right? I, and I wanted to say, but, but I'm just here for the three free toothbrush, too late. He starts drilling a local anesthetic, there he goes, and he starts the, the, the root canal. And he was a newish dentist, shall I say. He hurt me, let me tell you that. And you know how a root canal is. Sometimes they don't finish it in one day, right? You have to go back. So I had to go back three times. And, and they drill and they clean and they go ballistic and they hurt. They hurt me. He, sometimes I, I groan and then he just groans louder and he keeps going. And finally, 
when it's time to do the actual cap on top of the so now the tooth, the tooth is kind of shorter right so you need a cap on top when uh, when it's time to put on the cap they double booked me with another person so i'm lying in this chair and now the the guy who can put the cap on and and, and strengthen the inside of the hollow tooth now right he's kind of like a specialist but they double booked him so in the chair next to me is a woman and he didn't know he was double booked so he starts working on the woman and uh, he, he looks over and he sees me he says and you i said well i'm here for my cap now it's been made i've paid everything he goes oh my goodness he didn't admit that he was double booked so what he did the whole the whole time is he will work a little bit on me then he says mm, i think it's good for you to take a rest now then he walks and he continues working on the woman and he says after a while he says to her you take a little rest okay then he comes back and so it went so it was double as long but finally the cap is on oh no this is what i i almost walked out i almost walked out of the clinic because i had to wait so long because he didn't realize i was there and i thought i was just going to go back to my regular dentist and said show him the hole in my in my body and ask him can you put a cap on for me but just before i did that the guy came so um, i got the cap and as you know a root canal is expensive a cap is very expensive so in the end that trip cost me a lot of money and worst of all no free toothbrush i never got it and, <laughs> and after many years that same tooth got reinfected and they had to drill a hole in the cap and clean it again so all that pain was done to me and it wasn't even done very well so i had to go through the whole process again and that was even more boring and more painful so not every story has a happy ending but at least it wasn't a terrible ending i'm still alive all right so that brings us to the end of this episode about uh, healthcare in taiwan we hope you like the, the stories and you enjoyed the episode and until next week goodbye